Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at Luke chapter number five. We are on the backside of Levi uh, having a feast at his house. Levi is also known in the book of Matthew as Matthew. And Matthew, he has these other tax collectors come. He has a meal at his house, a feast, if you will. And he has others just like him. Come and and as Jesus is ministering to them, the scribes and the Pharisees, they get upset because Jesus is associating with all of these no goods, all of these people. And Jesus tells them, He says, I, I didn't come for the for the whole. I didn't come for the righteous. I came for the sick and the sinners. The scribes and the Pharisees, they were so quick to diagnose everybody else's issues. But just like every Monday morning quarterback, they got to have that critical spirit that just points at everybody else's problems and blind to their own. And this is really the the heart of the Pharisees. They are are accused of being whited sepulchers, as Jesus said. They were full of dead man's bones. And really the, the heart of where the scribes and the Pharisees had gotten to is they couldn't see that the prodigals or the 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 wicked, the sinners, the sick people who need a, a physician. They, they couldn't see their need, but rather they are like the elder brother in the story of the prodigal filled with pride and arrogance. And now on the backside of that discussion, here we are in Luke chapter number five, in verse number 33, it says, and they said unto him, why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers? And likewise, the disciples of the Pharisees, but thine eat and drink. And they come to Jesus and they ask this question. And really, the question is another form of a gotcha question. Well, why is this going on? They're always trying to find fault. But Jesus takes this opportunity to teach. He says unto them, can you make the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them and then shall they fast in those days. Jesus gets to the heart of the matter. He, he really is using the, this question as an opportunity to illustrate a, a particular issue. Now, he uses the, the illustration of a bridal party, uh, a wedding, if you will, as they've come together to celebrate this joyous occasion of a young couple being married and celebrating the marriage. And he says, can the, the bridal party, uh, can, they, can they have joy when the groom is not there? No, a- after he leaves, that's when the fasting takes place. But when they're together, this is a great time to have joy and celebration. Now, in our co- American culture, we often celebrate a wedding for an hour, two hours, maybe three we have a meal and we we celebrate these things. But you know, in Jewish culture, it would not have been abnormal to have a celebration for a full week. 
And, and Jesus is illustrating this to them saying, you know, the reason why they aren't fasting now, the reason why they aren't praying now is because I'm with them. And really he is pointing to the fact of who he is. And this is going to point to the, the what's coming next is a parable. He takes further point to uh, show what he is ushering in. Now he's referred to himself as the son of man. He's claimed to be the Messiah. That has angered many people. And now here we see in verse number 36, he, he speaks this parable and he uses two different illustrations in this parable or pictures, if you will. He says, nobody puts a new piece of clothing on an old garment. Nobody takes a new patch that isn't been uh, that hasn't been shrunken down and put it on a, an old piece of clothing because it will just make the other clothing worse. It'll rip it further. And then he says, no man puts new wine in an old bottle. Now, the illustration of the clothing, we probably can understand pretty clearly. You know, a new garment uh, that, has, that, that hasn't been shrunken down, when you wash it, it shrinks, right? So if you take an old garment that has been washed multiple times and shrunken down, then you put a new piece of clothing on it to patch a hole, then when it shrinks, it actually makes the tear worse. That's what he says when he says in, in verse number 36, he says, then both the new maketh a rent or tears it. The wine is a little bit more difficult for us to understand because they make uh, wine skins that they would put the, the, the grape juice in and they would ferment it inside of this. And so as the, the wine would ferment, the, the skin would expand. And then over time, that skin would lose its elasticity. So if you put new wine in an old bottle, you add a risk of ruining both breaking the old wineskin and also ruining or losing the, the new wine. And so that's what he says. He says, no man, uh, no man also having drunk old wine straightway desireth new, for he said the old is better. What Jesus is saying is, is he's ushering in a new covenant. And really this new covenant is not to patch up or not to, to, to make the old thing better, but rather to bring something all the way new. He said, now going back to what we said in the beginning, the time for, for prayer and fasting isn't while I'm here, but rather when I'm gone. And let me tell you that something is getting ready to come, and it's going to be all new. The new wine isn't put there because it will, it will be ruined. The, the, the new piece of cloth isn't put on the old because it's ruined. The old covenant was not there to, to be patched up. Jesus didn't come to patch up the law. The law was purely, as Paul put it, a schoolmaster. So the schoolmaster is there to show us that we are sick. We are a sinner. And we are deeply in need of a Savior. And so as we further look down at what he's saying is, is the ceremonial law was fulfilled by Christ. So there's no need no more as he, he's ushering in this new covenant. There's no need for sacrifices. There's no need for priests. 
There's no need for temples. There's no need for ceremonies because all of God's people are priests. And so now we see that Jesus Christ offered his body and his blood to usher in a new covenant. And he's uh, Jesus Christ offered to make all things new. So my friend, as we are seeing what Jesus is really trying to teach, the old is not better. The old is gone. It points us to the cross. It points us to Jesus. And so now as we see the the illustration that he gives about how our human heart needs a savior, how our, our, our body needs a savior, because guess what? We were born in sin. And so that's why one day Christ will bring in a new heaven and a new earth. We'll receive a new body because we were born in this sinful, frail flesh. And Jesus is the only one who can make that kind of difference in our life. Now, I hope that we were able to cover enough ground to be able to explain this and make it sensible for you. But what can we take away from this? Well, the fact that we can take away from the fact that let, it, let us not overlook the need of prayer and fasting. In our day, this is something that we overlook tremendously. We should call out to God and, and prayer, pray regularly. There are many resources, many good resources on, on how to develop a, a fervent prayer life. But we know the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Let us not overlook the, the prayer and fasting, but also let us not go back to the law. Living in bondage, and we're going to get further into this as we get into uh, some of the, the dealings with the scribes and the Pharisees coming up, but here's the heart of the matter. Christ is better. May you have a wonderful day. God bless, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.